You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Swung a bars to left field deep. Fab going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is 5-4. to four. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number after this ball game is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Chris Townsend and Ken Korak with you after this victory 4-1. to The number one thing I'm taking away from this, and I'm sure you're going to join me, Sean Manaya was fabulous. I mean, one bad pitch, one mistake. Uh, an, an 0-2 fastball that they wanted up and out, and he brought it in, and Murphy, their Murphy would hit it out. Other than that, Ken, tell me what you saw from the big left-hander tonight. 13 strikeouts, let's start with that. And it was Career great high. fastball command, and he was overpowering early in the game, throwing 96, 95, and, you know, mixing in his other pitches, Chris, and he just he was working quickly. He was in command, and he just had that determined look on his face, like, give me the ball, let me throw it. And it was kind of just like an aggressive um, approach that he had uh, tonight, Chris, and it really paid off. And Flexen was doing the same thing. It was just zero after zero after zero till we got to the fifth inning and Ramon Laureano. On a Thursday night in the Northwest, Chris Flexen comes to the stretch. And the 1-1 on the way is a breaky ball hit off of Flexen. Rolls down the third baseline. Everybody is safe. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. Right off the pitcher, a ball that was a shot up the middle. Elvis scores from third. Canna goes to second. An infield hit for Laureano. And 1-0 A's in the fifth. Ken, I so wanted to call you guys during that inning going, this is like the total inning that shows you just Put the ball in play, and things can happen. Yeah, there were a couple of little ground balls that were key that I guess maybe could have been ruled errors that weren't. But, uh, you're, yeah, exactly. Because you look at Canna in that inning that preceding Laureano's base hit, a ball that Dylan Moore misplayed back a second rule to hit. You go to the next inning, and Chapman's base hit began things for the A's and a ball that uh, J.P. Crawford couldn't handle. You know, I think the scoring decisions could have gone either way, but that, you know, that's incidental. Uh, your point is, you put the bat on the ball, you got a chance to get on base. Yeah, it sounded like you and Ray weren't agreeing with the official score on that can of play. No, I thought that could, that should have been an E4, but, <laughs> you know, Mark's not going to give it back. I think on Chapman's <laughs> ball, I think that was, um, I would be more apt to rule that a hit than than Mark's ball, but, hey. You know, you hit a lot of line drives that are caught, so you've got to mix in a few of those as well, right? Yeah, well, then in the sixth inning, Moreland with the double, and then Murph would pull it down the line. Now flexing, he's at the belt. Right-handed pitcher, right-handed hitter. The 1-0 is swung on in, drilled on the left field line for a base hit. That'll score Moreland. Murphy's around first. He's going to second with a double, and the A's take a 2-0 lead. Sean Murphy doubles down the left field line. And 2-0 A's in the sixth as Moreland scored from second. And then in the seventh inning, a career high in strikeouts 
for Sean Manaya. Bob Melvin would love for him to bounce off the mound with the lead intact at the end of the inning. He's back with a 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss of Baker's dozen. 13 for Manaya as he retires Crawford on the K. 13 strikeouts through seven innings for Manaya, and the lead stays intact. Murphy hits one out, brings the Mariners closer onto the eighth inning. It's Oakland two and Seattle one. Yeah, it's that, you know, and he's talked about it, Ken, pitching with conviction. He was getting it, and he was bringing it, and 13 Ks in seven innings, that's a lot of Ks. This is the best. This, this is really some of the best pitching we've ever seen from him. Lately, he hasn't got a lot of run support, but he finally got it tonight. He could have 10 or 11 wins, right? I mean, he's 7-6, and six, but, yeah, he was. You know, he had a 1.13 in June, and I agree, Chris. And, and, you know, you go back to spring training, and he was just kind of a different guy from the standpoint that he'd worked so hard in the offseason, both on the physical aspect of things, on the mental part of the game as well. I think you and I have talked about that, and, boy, all that work has paid off. A jam shot to Loriano in the eighth would bring a run in. Then after that, Matt Olson, a sack fly. A final in this one, 4-1. to one. And as, as I was doing my totals, Ken, something just really stood out to me. You know, Shamaniah wins 7-6, and six, flexing with the loss. He's 9-4. Lou Trevino, the save. Lou Trevino, the save. That's 16 saves. That's a lot of yeah, saves. In the last two months, his ERA is under one, too. So, and now you've got Romo emerging. Yes. So it's giving the A's another arm out of the bullpen. So you don't have to, you know, feel like you've got to go Deekman Trevino or Petit Deekman Trevino. And to have, I mean, the A's, that's something that we've kind of been asking for all year. They needed one, you know, another bullpen arm to emerge to take some of the load off those other guys. And Sergio has just been great. And he worked a, a scoreless inning for the A's tonight. Yeah, the thing that I notice about Sergio Romo right now versus the start of the year is he, he, he's he got the Frisbee slider, but he's really tightened it up, which to me means he's got the feel back with it. It's now just not this big looping breaking ball. He's made it tighter, and it's become more of a weapon. Yeah, we said on the year after throwing like 15,000 sliders in his life, he still has that tight little sharp break on it that's a late break. And, you know, he's mastered that. It's it's really an, it's kind of an art form that he's reduced this down to uh, with the slider and then the different sliders he can throw. And and he mixed in a, you know, a couple of change-ups and a fastball or two tonight as well. What do you think that ligament looks like in his elbow? It must be pretty good. He, he was born, <laughs> He was born and he was blessed with a ligament that said, you know, Sergio, you're going to make a living with a slider, and you're going to do it for a long time. No, oh, it's. It, I mean, if you just like counted up all the bullpens, all the innings, how many sliders he's thrown in his life, and, and the thing that I like too, because it's tough to really throw that 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 loopy slider in there to left-handed hitters, because you know sometimes that's going to end up right in the happy zone, uh, down and in for lefties. I like how he can throw the changeup to lefties. Well, he hasn't gotten this far in his career and done so well and been a closer you know, as often as he has without being able to have a weapon or two to get lefties out, Chris. Well, you have a wonderful evening and a safe drive, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. You too, man. Thank you. The great Ken Korak. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Yeah, that got me. 
You know, Lou Torino's got 16 saves. Wow. Someone had to step up. I mean, you gambled on Rosenthal. Unfortunately, because of injuries, you're not going to get one pitch out of him. He'll, he'll, he'll never be, probably ever be in Oakland. A. I doubt they'll even attempt to bring him back. Who knows? But somebody had to step up, and you thought, well, I guess the next guy up will be Jake Diekman. No, it's been Lou Trevino. And Lou first came to the A's, looked really good. Then he had his struggles in 19, his struggles in 20. But, man, 17. And think about, as Ken just said, the confidence Bob Melvin. And that's what's great about Melvin is you start to play well, you're going to get opportunity. Right? I mean, there's some teams that get stuck in their way. Hey, you start throwing the ball better, you're going to play. You hit, you're going to play. You know, that old cliche, the players make the lineup, uh, it's true. And you're seeing Bob gain a lot of confidence in Sergio Romo right now. Let me tell you something. We've mentioned it with Yesmero Petit, and the same thing with Sergio. These guys are not used to seeing right-handers who throw 86 miles an hour. Like, when's the last time these guys have even seen that? High school? I mean, everybody in college is throwing over 86 miles an hour who's who's right-handed. I mean, these guys are used to seeing 95-plus night after night after night. Then you bring in these guys that are throwing under 90 miles an hour, and Sergio's flipping that slider up there? I, it's crazy to think, but yeah. The slower I throw, the more off-balance these guys are. And they're not making hard contact. You know, that that's where Yesmero can get into trouble when, when, when things flatten out and they're straight. But Sergio doesn't throw anything straight. I mean, just think about that as a hitter. Night after night, it's 96, 97. Just, it's velocity. Just night after night. And now this guy's throwing an 86-mile-an-hour fastball, and he's throwing like a... 80 to 81 mile an hour frisbee slider. I'm not used to that. Yeah, as long as you don't see it multiple times, it's got to be really hard to hit. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show after they beat the Mariners game one of a four-game set 4-1. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. A's fans, join us for the biggest music festival in the fall. It's the inaugural Battle Axe and Tracks Music Festival held October 2nd and 3rd in Carson City, Nevada. Grammy Award nominees Kenny Wayne Shepard, Larkin Poe, Samantha Fish, and North Mississippi All-Stars are just four of the 15 acts. Festival activities also include axe throwing and freedom rail bike tours. Tickets on sale now with VIP two-day and single-day tickets available. Check out the full schedule at BattleAxeandTracks.com. That's BattleAxeandTracks.com. And the 1-1 on the way, swung on and booped into left. That'll be a base hit. 
Chapman has scored. Brown to third. They're going to hold him there. And the A's take a 3-1 lead. Laureano just kind of fights it off and dunks it into left field over the head of the shortstop Crawford. The bases remain loaded. Everybody moved up 90 feet. And the A's lead 3-1 in the eighth. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. I'm happy Chappie got that infield hit in the eighth because I was going to have to come on and talk about him being 0 for 14. And he got another at-bat, so that would have been 0 for 15 with eight strikeouts. Luckily, after being 0 for 3 tonight, he got that infield hit. I'm not buying the hit, folks. I know people are trying to make excuses, but if you watched him run down the line in the eighth inning, I mean, if you watched that game a couple of days ago, that, that game-ending catch where he ran all the way into the A's bullpen, ran into the wall, if your hip's bad, you don't make those plays. What about the play that he made, I think it was in the fifth inning with Crawford, where he throws it on the run like a quarterback? A dead strike. You don't make the play like that if you got a bad hip. I'm not buying the bad hip. They got to figure out how to get this guy right because, man, when you start thinking about it, he's 28 years old. Matt Olson's not young. I mean, Matt Chapman's not young. I mean, next year's 29. I mean, when he's a free agent, he's going to be 31 years old. All right, let's go to Logan in Daly City. Logan, lead us off tonight here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey Chris, good to talk to you. Uh, what what a game, Sean Mania, such a stud. But uh, I just want to say I was able to catch that YouTube broadcast earlier this week, and and it was amazing. Those those ladies did great, uh, especially Sarah Langs. I, I love her. She's so good. Uh, she's always like she she just gives such good, passionate broadcasting on the. On what's going on, you feel like you learn something, kind of like when you listen to A's cast and Ken or Vince are talking. Uh, she, uh, well, let me tell you something. She, as a researcher, between her and Paul Hembakides from ESPN, who we're going to have on the show next week, Hembo. I mean, these people are phenomenal. I mean, they come up with stuff. Right. Uh, the type of research, like Cody, all the time, my producer, Cody, all the time reaches out to her, and she, she, I mean. She's really, really smart, and she's very talented. And I, I was very proud uh, of Sarah and the job that she did. And as you said, all the ladies, they were fantastic. And and those YouTube and it was great to have them on a YouTube broadcast because those YouTube broadcasts mm-hmm. get big numbers. Yeah, there was a lot of views, and I was I was glad to hear. I didn't catch it live, but I was glad to hear during the game today. You, you, uh, A's cast had a little interview. Uh, with her, that yeah, I we had her. We actually we had her. We, we we had her on live today. We had her on my talk show, A's Cast Live. So uh, go to athletics.com/slash A's Cast. You'll be able to hear the full interview. Is it? Uh, yeah, I'll have to try to go listen. Uh, listen to the old one. I'd love. I'd love to hear her on A's Cast more since she's just she's so great. Uh, and I mean, uh, whoever the other uh, main main host was all night, I, I forget her name. Uh, but she was she was great too. They, they there's so much passion and how they were doing, it, and then also like how much uh, you feel like you learn from it. Of course, there's so much of the stupid misogynistic hatred on social media and stuff. But 
I mean, the, those ladies deserve all the praise in the world. And yeah, it, it, it was. was I mean, it you was, hear the players are giving it to them. It was <laughs> Melanie Newman who was doing the play-by-play. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Yeah, she was great, too. Yeah, yeah. No, but, it's hey, a... Thanks, Chris. I just wanted to shout them out and and say and let you guys know. I, I really hope you guys have Sarah Lang, Langs on a lot more. She's 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 fantastic yeah we have her on a ton and we had her on today we love having her on thank you so much for the uh the call and i i'm glad you brought that up because it it, it's a broadcast that's very special first all-female broadcast and you know melanie who does play-by-play for the orioles we've had her on when the a's were taking on the orioles earlier this year has been a favorite for us for a's cast live for a while now and you know the ladies from MLB Network. I mean, Heidi Watney's been around this game forever. Uh, Lauren Gardner's been you know, around the game for a long time with MLB Network. So it, it's good to change things up. It's good to do stuff different. It's good to, you know, you got to bring more women. You got to bring more girls, you know, into the sport. I mean, that's one of the things, by the way, that makes the NBA so different from all the other sports leagues is that women love football. The reason why the NFL gets monster numbers is not just because of men. I mean, football is smart. They're really, really smart. It's just not we love the gladiator part of the game. The NFL has a very expansive women's clothing line. Do you know how smart that is? You you, you bring women into the game. They play fantasy football. They love going to games. They love buying the merchandise. I don't know if the NFL was the first to do it, but they do it more than anybody else. They have the most expansive women's clothing line of any of the sports leagues. I mean, the NFL is brilliant on doing one thing. There's one thing the NFL does great. That's make money. They make money. They make money globally. They kill it in the United States. They're making money in the stadiums. They're making money up their merchandise. They're just their their television contract. Everywhere you look, they are making a ton of money. Why? Because they're smart. Baseball would be smart. How can we get more women? How can we get more little girls fired up about baseball? I got my kids fired up, but Baseball needs to do, we say it all the time, they need to do a better job. And I think they're starting to get it. Whether you like this commissioner or not, I like him. He's willing to take risks. He's willing to look at change. And this All-Star game told you everything you need to know. Who's the the biggest star of the All-Star game? It's a player from Japan. Who are the other big players? I mean, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Fernando Tatis Jr. We got these guys with some serious swagger. And we all remember their fathers when they played. Baseball has an opportunity right now to be cool again. Right? I mean... The University of Miami came up with a turnover chain. Not just to go 
totally off course here, but you know, if if, if they got a turnover, they put this chain over the guy who got the turnover. It came the turnover chain. It became one of the biggest things in college football. Well, now the Padres got their chain. Like you would have never thought a couple of years ago that guys are putting chains on guys in a baseball dugout with a big SD medallion. Crazy, right? Because back in the day, you do that, we're throwing at you. But these, this younger generation of players, and Alex Jensen will be on the program. We got a great program tomorrow for you on Ace Cast Live. Uh, we got Bob Melvin. We got David Forst. We got Aaron Goldsmith, who does play-by-play for the Mariners. He's fantastic. And we got Alex Jensen, the voice of our Stockton Ports, who you've heard here on Ace Cast. And Alex was talking the other day with us as we all went out for a beer because he's in town because they're playing six-game sets. So our Stockton Ports are in San Jose for six straight games. Crazy. But he goes, he was talking about this game that the Giants and the A's were having, Ports and San, San Jose Giants, and it was like home run derby. And everybody's bat flipping, and no pitcher gets mad. No one's throwing at anybody. They're, they're, they're showing their great skill, and they're having a good time. We're finally evolving into promoting our game and having a good time. That's what it's all about. And people love it. People love the flash. They love the swagger. You know, the, the days of hit a home run and put your head down and run around the bases fast, because if not, you're going to get one in the ribs. I understand that style of baseball. But it's finally going away. And this young, this younger generation, they want to perform. Because sometimes I think we forget that we're in the entertainment business. And that's what we're in. And the more we entertain, the more than just the hardcores are going to show up and enjoy our beautiful game. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. RingCentral is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's RingCentral time. For a free trial, visit RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Communicate. Collaborate. Connect. I need some backup. I got to get these trucks to Tuscaloosa by Tuesday. Trevor's Trucking needs 318-wheeler drivers with commercial licenses ASAP, or his company will stall. If we don't move the rigs before this weekend, we're going to be in trouble. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. 
your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. This is A's Clubhouse. Let's pause for station station identification right here on A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. I got a a little bit later in the show talk about a buddy of mine who sent me some text today. And it just makes me think, like, I, I, I shake my head on how some of you view the A's. But before we do that, Andrea, my astrologer, I'm sure you got some, you got to have something on Sean Mania. Oh, yes, I sure do. Yeah, how are you? I'm wonderful. A career high, 13 oh, Ks. Unbelievable. Talk, talk about planets aligning, County. Uh, Sean was born um, February 1st, 1992, so he's in Aquarius, and we had the full moon in Aquarius that happens once a year. We have it tonight. So he really? was extra, extra energized and charged up 13 strikeouts. So if I go out my house tonight, I'm going to see what? Oh, the full moon, Tony. Yeah, we have a All full right. moon tonight. Well, uh, the way he pitched, unbelievable. I mean. Yeah, and it's in Aquarius. Whenever the sun's in Leo, we have the full moon in the opposite sign of Aquarius, and it just supercharges um, Leo's and Aquarius's. And there was a stat on Twitter. Let me see if I got that right. Since Todd uh, Stottlemyre in 1993 or 95, that was the last time um, a pitcher struck out 13 and gave up one run. Todd Stottlemyre? What year was that? Uh, it was either 93 or 95. I saw it posted <laughs> up on Twitter. <laughs> Todd Stottlemyre. Wow, that's going back. It was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I was in college at the time. That's how long ago it was. Right. I was going to say that was a couple decades there. But that was just such a fantastic performance. That was just great to see uh, the planets align and the A's win and 13 strikeouts. You know, I remember when he pitched the no-hitter. You know, I like Sean Manaya's energy. I do. I feel he's very Aquarian, very nonconformist, kind of, you know, hears his own drummer. He bought the Trident. You know, he just brings a certain charisma to the A's and the clubhouse and on the mound. I have a homework assignment for you. Oh, got it. I want you to check out Lou Trevino. Cause something, Lou Trevino, okay. Something's, something's different about him. All right. Okay, yeah, I'll get his um, birth data. Uh, when would you like it by, teacher? <laughs> whenever, when, when, whenever, and, and figure out how we can turn Matt Chapman around. Oh, okay, so we got Trevino, um, October 1, 1991. Uh, Matt Chapman, okay, give his chart a look. Trevino okay. was born and in 91? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Trevino. Uh, is um, October 1, 1991. Yeah. And uh, Matt Chapman, I'll take a look at him. 
Okay, and I'll see what we've got. Okay, April 28th, 1993. He's even younger. Oh, my God. Okay. And just think, I did the interview with Max Muncy, who's just out of high school. Oh, yeah, she's the one that's October 20, no, that's August 25th, the fellow Virgo, and there's another Max Muncy with the same birth date. Yeah, they have the same birthday, but think about that. He's just out of high school. Oh, my goddess. I know, they just, the youngins, they keep getting younger. <laughs> I um, mean, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> if you don't laugh, we'll cry. Yeah, I mean, soon it's going to be like, you were born when? Like 2000? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're going to be, it's, it's, we're not too long from, we're going to have guys going, oh, yeah, I was born in 2010. And you're going to be like, what? Yeah. Yeah, no, I saw the MLB draft, and uh, they were born 2001, 2000, 2003. It was, was, you know, kind of an (laughs) eye-opener. Yes, yes. You know, when I first got into this business, Uh all all the pros were older than I was. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, everybody was older than I was when I first got into it. And then now all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you're like, that seems so far away. Like, when I covered Jerry Rice and Steve Young, they were like old guys, right? And and and, that, and now now I'm looking around, going, oh my God, these guys are born in 2002. Uh, it's a whole different world. Well, that is your homework assignment. Yes, I will gladly take the homework assignment and uh, wish you and all the A's fans a happy full moon, a wonderful pitching performance by Aquarius. Sean Manaya on the Aquarius full moon, very memorable, and we enjoyed every moment. Thank you very much. Speaking of Sean Manaya, here he is with Vince Catronio. And away we go with Sean Manaya. Athletics open up the road trip with a 4-1 victory and quite a night for Sean Manaya. Seven innings and a career-high 13 strikeouts. And Sean, a lot of folks tonight, as they were talking with you uh, in the interview process, wanted to focus a little bit, and even Bob Melvin, on the velocity early. We saw 96s and 95s. I just wonder right now for you, the ability to repeat your mechanics, feeling like you're in a place now uh, that gives you the confidence that you know what your body is doing, how that's allowed you to do something like that tonight and continue again tonight to maintain the velocity like you did. Yeah. Um, I mean, over over the course of the season, um, you know, I don't think you really um, want to make like huge, big adjustments, uh, kind of just – little micro things, um, you know, over the course of the season between starts, uh, just stuff I, at least for me that, that I notice, um, from last start to the next. Um, and yeah, I feel like if you are training towards the right direction, then, um, you know, things tend to tend to fall in place. So, um, just being able to, yeah, like you said earlier, just, uh, repeat my mechanics and, um, you know, try to put my arm in the, or hand in the, in the same position, uh, I feel like I, you know, my pitches tend to come out a little bit better, a little more um, ton- tunnel-y in the pitch tunnel, whatever, however you say that. Um, and yeah, I mean, having having some good results, so just uh, you know, just continue to try to continue to do that, and um, you know, just make those little micro micro adjustments. You had 21 swings and misses, and you at least statistically, you threw the highest percentage of breaking balls. For you so far this year why is the breaking ball better for you this year what have you been able to focus on work on to feel like that that pitch now is a legitimate part of a three-pitch repertoire for shaman i um honestly just just trust um 
you know, I feel like in years past, it would be kind of like um, one pitcher would be good. And then, um, you know, I try to make it nastier, make it a little bit better the next pitch and end up sailing it or, um, you know, just end up being like a little cement, cement mixer. So um, I think just having that consistency and then that builds, builds trust in it. And, you know, when, um, you know, Murph or AG puts it down, it's, it's not like a, ooh, I, I don't know. It's, it's a, yeah, let's do this. You know, let's, let's throw it, throw it hard and, and uh, you know, let it do its thing. So, um, but I mean, that's, that's been over, you know, last, last couple of years is trying to find that, that consistency. So, um, yeah, I mean, just, you know, find a it together this year for sure. So you give up the home run to Tom Murphy. It's another low scoring tight game. This club seems like every night it's been like that. Uh, explain how you were able to refocus your, you have a one run lead. It's two, one at that point, mm-hmm. a couple of strikeouts, including the end with Crawford, which was lucky number 13 for you. How'd you get through that? Um, yeah, I mean, he, um, you know, he put a great swing on it, uh, on the fastball. And, um, you know, as soon as he, as soon as he hit it, I kind of knew it was going to be gone. So, you know, I was just staring at it and, um, I was like, that's it. You know, that's, that's enough. Um, you know, I'm not going to let these, let, let them score again. So, uh, yeah, at that point it was, uh, I knew that like my night was going to be, was going to be done. Um, I didn't know when, if it was going to be the next hitter or, you know, tutors from now, but, um, uh, until I was until I was out of the game, then it was uh, my mentality switched to just emptying the tank and um, you know literally just just trying to throw everything uh, with the most intent that I could. So uh, yeah, I mean I, that just kind of you know worked its, worked its way and and uh, you know got some got a couple ground balls and then uh, strike out to Crawford, which is huge. And then finally, Sean, because we're all wondering that this has been a magnificent year for you and the rest of the rotation. Everybody's going deep in games. And now you get into the second half. You're on a pace to have maybe the most innings you've ever had. I'm just curious, how are you managing the arm? What are the things that you might be doing differently between starts? Things that keep you fresh and keep you the way you competed tonight against Seattle. Um, I, I think just keeping keeping myself fresh. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, how are you doing that? Uh, literally, just tell myself like what do you need? Um, so I, mean, I have a, like a routine, um, uh, you know, like run tomorrow, lower body next day, upper body bullpen, like, like stuff like that. But, um, whereas before it'd be like, all right, I have to do a heavy lower. I have to do, you know, get after it upper body day. Um, it's more, all right, how tired am I? Or like, what, what are my energy levels at? And kind of just, um, basing, you know, my workouts and, running off of that um, and not really necessarily I'm pushing myself, but it's not like I'm going to get stronger when I think I was younger, it was like, all right, you have to get stronger over the course of the season. Like I don't want to decline. So I think now it's more trying to keep it like a level, um, like level, uh, wherever that may be, um, you know, whether it's here or there, but um, you know, just trying to feel good every day and not necessarily like, uh, get super strong over the course of the season. I mean, that's, I learned that's, that's what the off season for. So whatever I do in the off season, just carry that to the season. Fun to watch tonight. Congratulations on the win and the 13 strikeouts. Great start the road trip. Thank you, Sean. Thank you very much. Sean and I joining us. Townie, now back to you. Fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. By the way, we just looked it up. Max Muncy 
not Dodger, but Oakland A, Max Muncy. First round selection by the Athletics in 2021. Born August 25th, 2002. <laughs> Unbelievable. The number, 833-625-2278. We'll continue to take your phone calls. We're going to hear from the skipper. Remember, if you're listening to a radio station and they're leaving us, you go to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast. Or download the iHeartRadio app and you can listen there. A's with the win, 4-1. to one. Your phone call's next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't. Because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official health care partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Whatever California families get into, they trust Honda Pilot to get after it. With all-wheel drive, tons of cargo space, room for eight, and gas mileage so incredible, you can go from the Sierras to the surf on a single tank. And right now, get a family-friendly deal and get after it in a rugged Honda Pilot, CRV, or HRV. Visit your NorCal Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Swings and drives one. Dead center. Back is Kane to the track. At the wall. Jumps. It is gone. Matt Olson turns around Josh Hader and walks off the Brewers in game one of a three-game series. You're listening to A's Cast. One pitch on the way. Is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Yastrzemski will turn and watch. And the A's have tied it up on a ninth-inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotti. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. It's number 95 on the way from Manaya. The 0-2. Swing and a miss. Good tight slider down and away. That is 12 strikeouts and a new career high for Manaya. An even dozen for the big lefty from Wanata, Indiana. You know, we were just talking during the break that in Major League Baseball and in hockey, you can be 18 years old and get out of high school, get drafted, and you're an instant millionaire. Think about that. 
You're 18 years old. You just graduated. Now, I don't know what it was like in a lot of the other states during COVID, but let's just say in a normal year, you go to prom, you graduate high school, then you get drafted, and you're a millionaire. Can you imagine that? Like, I can't even imagine that. Like, the NFL, not going to happen. You're going to have to play there for three years. NBA, you at least have to play one year of college. Or you go overseas, which that hasn't worked so hot. But for the most part, you, you if you're a one-and-done guy, okay, then you'll be a millionaire at 19. But baseball and hockey is where you can be a millionaire right after you're done walking at high school. You walk, you get your diploma, boom. Unbelievable. But the cool thing about baseball is that it's in their contracts that the team will pay for the education. It's going to take you, you know, a longer time, but, you know, in the offseason, you take classes. And I've known plenty of guys that, you know, it takes a while, but they end up getting their degrees. And the teams that drafted them paid for it. Let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. You're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, what's cracking, brother? Good night did tonight, you, man. Sean Manaya, just did unbelievable. You, did you make a million dollars right out of high school? <laughs> oh, Tony, you don't, you don't want to know what I was doing right out of high school, brother. It, no, it, I it, don't. It, I definitely wasn't making a million dollars. <laughs> it's a family show. I do not want to know. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the good guys, but. I wasn't one of the rich guys. Let's just say that much. Yeah. Hey, I was driving a Volkswagen bug around college, so I, I was one of those guys too. It's, it's pretty amazing when you think about, uh, you know, the NBA now guys are able to actually go to the G League right out of high school, and, 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 and they're paying guys half a million bucks to play about six months in the G League. And if you look at this upcoming draft, there's about three or four guys that went straight from high school into the G League and are probably going to be top five draft picks, lottery picks in, in this upcoming draft. There's a kid by the name of Jalen Green. Jalen Green played at, uh, in, in Fresno and then uh, played up at a, at a Napa, kind of a Napa private school, you know, one of the basketball academies his senior year. And he went straight to the, straight to the G League, and he's probably going to be a top three, top four pick in the NBA draft this year. So, you know, a lot of guys now are able to skip college, go make half a mil, you know, play six months in the G League. And if they're talented enough, there's a good chance they're going to be a lottery pick. Yeah, are you are you telling me that like if the Warriors called you up, you wouldn't mind making half a mil hanging out in Santa Cruz for 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 six months? <laughs> I mean, I like out of high school, I was playing rec league for free. We were paying sixty bucks a team <laughs> just to go play at the local YMCA or the local yeah. church league. So God. you know, you get to go play in Santa Cruz and you know, kind of cruise the country for six months, and all of a sudden, you know, Latham and Company gives you a call to you know. Come play for the – you know, I think that uh, the kid out of Arizona, um, I, I think he played, kind of went back and forth from the Warriors to the T-League this year. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, point guard, was a really good kid, was a really good good, good high school player in Arizona this, this you know, the year before last. He, he played one year in Arizona and then went to the T-League. But anyways, I digress. I've been really hard on Sean Mania, Townie, and, and i got to eat a little bit of crow, which is something I don't normally do on your show because I'm – you know, I'm always right. I mean, I'm one of the guys that calls in. That's, you know, that's, I'm probably batting about 850, if we're going to be honest here. But 
I can eat a little crow on Shamanai because I've been kind of hard on him, and I always kind of wondered, you know, Shamanai is kind of a quirky interview. He, he kind of, you know, he just kind of the ho-hum attitude. But the great thing about Manai, and i got to give him credit for it, is he's got kind of the ho-hum attitude whether he wins or whether he loses. He always answers the bell. He's always quick to talk, you know, after his starts. And he kind of has the poker face to where he doesn't get too up and he doesn't get too down. So i, I got to give him a lot of credit because he's just been phenomenal for the A's this year. Well, and once again, he, here you look at the stats. An A's pitcher goes seven innings, they win. I mean, the longer your starter goes, the better position your team is in. And it's just when you get length from your starters, you win games. It's just a reality. There, there's been this whole, like, we got to get to the bullpen early. But the problem is when your starter only gives you, like, five, you got to get four innings from your bullpen. That means everybody that comes out of that bullpen has to be on that night for you to win. It's just so much easier. Look at it. He goes seven. You bring Romo in for one. You bring Trevino in for one. And it's ball game over. That's what you like to see. I mean, that's that's the playoff recipe. You know, that's kind of the postseason recipe. Get the guys that you know are reliable. I mean, the one key that I see with, with, with the A starters, you know, namely Manaya. You know, I, I like the way Cap attacks the zone. These guys throw strikes, man. They pump the strikes. I mean, 13 strikeouts, all those swings and misses tonight. You know, Manaya is not afraid to use his fastball now and, and establish that. You know, Cap's kind of the same way. I, you know, I think Cole Urban throws a lot of strikes. Um, the A starters have just been – they've just been the reason why we are where we are. I mean, without the A starters, can you imagine – you know, where we would be at as far as the hitting struggles and the, and the way the bullpen's kind of, kind of pitched. I mean, the starters have just been the lifeline for the Oakland Athletics this year. There's absolutely no question about it. You want to know what the A's record is when their starting pitcher goes at least seven? I, I, it's got to be really good. <laughs> Take a guess. Gosh, you're <laughs> – you're putting me on the spot here. I, I, I want to say something, you know, at 35 and 8. That's a little over your skis, but uh, 17 and 3. <laughs> well, I was, you know, close. I wasn't close. Let's, let's, let's not even spin yeah, it. Right. 17 and 3 is dominant, though. That's hey, dominant, hey, man. Getting put on the spot, now you know what I deal with every day. <laughs> That's why you get the big bucks, though, Townie. Come on. I'm yeah. just a regular caller. That's why I just signed for $2.85 million like Max Muncy. <laughs> right, right. You know, I appreciate the job you're doing, Tony, with, with the whole stadium thing. I, it's the big el- kind of ugly elephant in the room. Um, it's unfortunate because I think in, in some ways it kind of overshadows how good this club is. But it's got to be talked about. I know you hate to talk about it, yeah. but it's, it's one of the hottest stories in Major League Baseball as far as, like, you know, we're getting headlines now on ESPN.com. We're getting headlines on national media because, you know, as you said, it's one of the privates, you know, the, one, of the, one of the biggest private real estate deals in the history of California. I mean, that's, it's just, it, it's getting a lot of pub. And I know you don't want to talk about it, but I really appreciate your honesty. I'm right there with you, you know, on how you feel about it. And it's really unfortunate because I'm really with the A's in this thing. You know, after the city council meeting, I really felt like Dave Cavill got railroaded you know, voting on their own term sheet. And, you know, it's really unfortunate because I go back a long ways with, with the A's and the city of Oakland just being a fan. I don't live in the city, so it's really hard for me to speak like a local. But you know what? 
the city of Oakland's really making me hate them. You know, the the, the way they're acting and, and the way they're they're kind of pointing fingers and just some of the stuff that's going on, the dirty politics. I don't like it, man. I, I don't like it at all. And, you know, the, the, the worst thing that can happen is the A's strike a deal, and I hate the city of Oakland. I don't want to do that. I want – I want the sides to come to an agreement, and, you know, I'm pulling for the A's, and I'm pulling for the city of Oakland, but it's just not looking good. You know, the way Cavill kind of said, hey, a yes vote on this proposal is almost like a no vote. I mean, that's just what he said. And then, you know, Manfred's statement about how disappointed Major League Baseball is, and, you know, you got to tell it like it is. And I've told you, Townie, if the A's go to Vegas, and I know a lot of Oakland locals and, and, and originals don't want to hear this, if the A's go to Vegas, it ain't going to be a bad thing, brother. It's just not. Vegas is flourishing. That city's made of money, and they're going to do well there. They just are. So I really hope that the Oakland City Council realizes this, and I really hope that they they understand what they got. The A's are going to be the only show in town with no Warriors, no Raiders. You know, it's, it's such an awesome proposal, and it's such an awesome opportunity. I lived in San Diego in 2000 when the Padres – kicked off Qualcomm, man, and what it's done for the gas lamp, we all know. I mean, it's right there in front of us, and we're so close, but it just seems like we're just so far. I hear you. Thanks for the phone call. And obviously he was talking about Petco, not Qualcomm. Qualcomm was the old stadium. But, yeah, it's a tough situation, but it's business, and you got to have thick skin. And you can't really read into anything right now. And I know when I say that, you go, what? There's a long way to go. Now, people don't even, you know, they don't even really talk about, hey, in September, Alameda County is going to have to vote. This thing is really, it's really complicated. It's the largest private real estate deal in the history of California. So it's not going to be easy. No one ever said it was going to be easy. But I think what's happening right now is everybody is really starting to understand how massive and how complicated this deal is. This is not like Pac Bell Park in San Francisco, which is now Oracle. It's not like Petco. It's not like Safeco. This is a massive, massive project and that's why dave cavill has been working as hard as he's been working and major league baseball has said hey we need to know are we getting this done or do things need to change and i know the fan base doesn't like to hear that but if you own the team you'd be doing the same thing something's got to get done And no, I don't like talking about it because it's painful. But I will talk about it. I have talked about it. And I can say it over and over again. The reason why, one of the reasons why I hate doing it is because I've already had to do this before. I had to do it with the Raiders. But what happens is if they can get a deal done, we won't remember any of this. And I'll give you an example. There is a guy, I don't know his name, I don't know who it is, but there is a guy down in San Diego who fought tooth and nail, lawsuits, dragged it on for two years. And and what was really sad about it 
is that the great Tony Gwynn never got to play in the new stadium because they dragged this thing out. And it was one guy with all these lawsuits. And I don't think there's anybody. And, you know, uh, I'll give you another story. But I don't think there's anybody that I know in San Diego that thinks Petco was a bad idea now. You know, after after they get built, they're like, oh, this is great. So my old accountant, I remember I was I was I was coming in. There was a guy coming out, and he introduced me to this guy. And remember, I, when I moved here to go to San Jose State, they were just breaking ground on the Shark Tank. And this guy, I think I've told this story before. It might have been on Ace Cast Live, but whatever. The guy that opposed the arena in downtown San Jose was the guy that was leaving. And my hey, you you guys should meet each other. And I, re- I literally looked at this guy, and I told him, you're an idiot. And my account was like, whoa. And I was like, no, you're an idiot. You oppose this arena that has brought so much joy from Sharks games to concerts. I can't tell you how many times I took my girls to Disney on ice. What this arena did for the community, and you're complaining and following lawsuits because it's going to cost people three, five cents or whatever it was. I mean, it was so ridiculous what this guy did. And I had heard about him, never thought I'd ever meet him, but all of a sudden we have the same accountant. I let this guy have it in my accountant's office on how dumb it was. And he just stormed out. But he's wrong. He was wrong to oppose it. It's been great for the community. Brings people together. You can't tell me if you've ever been to a Sharks playoff game that that's not good for the community. You can't tell me if you've ever been to Disney on Ice and watching all these kids having the time of their life tell me that this arena is bad. Some of the best concerts from Prince to Van Halen I've seen at the San Jose Arena. Think about the arena in Oakland. All the things that we've seen there, all the great runs of the, of the Warriors. Last concert before my mother passed away, I took her to Michael Buble. How many of you have been to the Coliseum and you've been, well, we're not calling it Oracle anymore, but whatever we're calling it now. These facilities are great for the community. And you're talking about a facility that the A's want to build that's not like Hey, you come here for a baseball game, but once the offseason hits, it's all locked up. No, there's a park that people are going to be able to enjoy 365. People will be walking around there, revitalizing a whole area. Are you going to tell me that the ballpark in San Francisco didn't revitalize that area of town? Actually, it made that area of town. That part of town was never good. I mean, if you know the history of where where the giant stadium is, the earthquake of um, 19, Robert, what was it, like 1905 or something like that? Robert, when was the earthquake in San Francisco in the early 1900s? 1906. So what happens is they have this earthquake, and obviously – Things weren't retrofitted for earthquakes, so San Francisco collapsed. Now, that wasn't the 
that was a bad part. But then after that, the city was set on fire. Well, they took all of that stuff and put it down on the wharf where the giant stadium is now. That's never been a good part of town. Look at it now. There's so many different places you can look at. We can go to Seattle. We can go to Detroit. Where do you want to go? You want to go to Minnesota? Where do you want to go where they've built these new ballparks and beautiful communities prop up around them? I mean, that's the thing when people are like, oh, we oppose this. You know, then you haven't traveled. You know what? If you think this will not help Oakland, you haven't traveled. Because you can't tell, tell me, tell me where it's bad. <laughs> tell me where a new ballpark doesn't work, please. Because I've been all over the country. I've been all around. You name the city, I've been there where there's major sports. You can't tell me where there's a new football stadium, everything went to hell. Oh, my God, they built this baseball stadium, and it's awful around there. You can't tell me because I've been I've been to a lot of places. So for the naysayers who show up to these votes, whether they're planted people or whatever, it's just like, you guys, you guys are lying. You guys are lying. And special interest, I get it, but you're lying. I'd debate any of them. Have you traveled? Where have you been? What have you seen? Show me where a new ballpark end up being awful for the city. You can't find it. The number is 833-625-2278. Let's go to Renee and Manteca. Renee, you are on the Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. Tony, I've been listening, and you know what? I'll give you that. The new stadium would be awesome. But you, you're a bit disingenuous because when the owners bought the Warriors, they never intended to stay in Oakland. And as a matter of fact, Alameda County taxpayers are still paying for that as they are paying for Mount Davis. So, I mean, this is not just something. They're, they're not even agreeing to stay for the term of the bonds. You know, and that's what. Wait, 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 wait. How am I? Okay, I mean, I'll go anywhere you want to go, but how did you bring Warriors and Raiders into this? Well, you, you, you've you been talking about how well the, the Oakland couldn't keep the Warriors. They were never going to stay in Oakland. When they bought the team, they bought the team to move it. Oakland never had a chance, and Oakland did put the money up. They re, they revamped the current the current coliseum. But, that, but Renee, that's the problem. Right. It, 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 the leaders back then did not have the foresight to understand mm-hmm. that remodeling is not new, and all of these that's franchises, true. whether it's hockey, whether it's football, whether it's the NBA or baseball, mm-hmm. they wanted new. So Oakland, yeah, but none, none of them wanted to be in Oakland anyway. Even Al left to go to L.A. to get away from Oakland. But he the came back. Was he but he came back. They couldn't. Yeah, he, he did. He did come back because he didn't have any other options. And you see where they are now because they couldn't get someone. Well, they finally found someone to give them welfare down in down in Vegas. But see, Renee, here's my problem. And yeah. what you're saying is the same mantra that I've heard for years yeah. now. Well, it's always my family's it's nev- still paying for all that. It's never okay? anybody's my fault. Still lives in Alam- my family still lives in Alameda County, and they're still paying for Mount Davis and the, the arena 
And 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 and, 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 and Renee, let me ask you, why are they still paying that? No, because the Warriors slunk out, built their own stadium. No, 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 Renee. No, no, that's not that's not why. They pushed the bonds back. That should already be paid mm-hmm. for. That should have been paid for years ago. They pushed the bonds back. So that's on them. No, and and Mount Davis? And Mount Davis they pushed back. They pushed back yeah, no, the payments. It was, it was for Al years. was in charge of OFMA. It, 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 it was Al was in charge of OFMA and supposed to be able to sell out. And it's Al's teams that couldn't sell out. So it's not Oakland's fault. But they're going to still be paying on that shit. You can't curse. I'll let you talk, but you can't curse on the air, folks. See, that right there, that's the mentality of it's never. And if I don't want the A's to leave, but if the A's leave, trust me, it won't. Everybody has a reason why to never blame Oakland or Alameda County. Even though we've never seen an exodus in professional sports like this. Ever. Ever. And they'll give you every excuse in the book. But I'm just going to tell you this. In the end, Oakland won't win. You're not going to win. You, you didn't win with the Warriors leaving. You didn't win. Well, the Raiders deal was not good. But that, but that was negotiated with the politicians of the mid-'90s. But I don't know how you can tell me that a city wins losing all of their professional sports. You can give me every excuse. Ah, Joe Lacob never wanted to be here anyway. He was going to find a way to go to San Francisco. Uh, Mark Davis didn't have the money. Mark Davis, as soon as Vegas got on, on the radar, he was gone. All right, keep making all the excuses you want. But no city has lost three major sports franchises in such a quick amount of time. Well, they've lost two. I'm hoping it's not three. And I don't know how it makes you better. I really don't. But then again, if if people are always going to view it as, well, it wasn't our fault, we tried, da, da, da. maybe you shouldn't have teams. You know, other cities want teams. Other, te- other cities value professional sports and what they bring to the community. So, but once again, I'm not going to let that. Long way to go, folks. There is a long way to go. There are a lot of uh, negotiations to go. You know, you just don't throw out one proposal and then someone throws out another proposal. Once again, this is the largest private real estate deal in the history of California. There's going to be a there's going to be a, a lot of negotiations. But when you make excuses for why the team's le- well, it wasn't our fault. No, it wasn't our fault. No, it was okay. You just don't want to lose all three, right? And I think about the jobs more than the fans. Think about all the people that work at the Coliseum that I see every day when I'm at the Coliseum. Think of all the people that lost the paychecks with the Warriors leaving, with the with the Raiders leaving. And then I, it's hard for me to believe what that will be like if the A's leave. That's 81 home games. And for a lot of people, that's 81 checks. I don't want to see them lose that.
The number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official health care partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Hey, A's fans. Want to get away? Southwest Airlines has you covered. Southwest Airlines offers direct flights from Oakland to Hawaii, where you can catch some rays, ride the waves, or relax on the beach. Not a Rapid Rewards member? Sign up for free today to earn points when you fly. Learn more at Southwest.com. Southwest Airlines, an official partner of the Oakland A's. Honey, what are you doing? Oh, you know, learning how to be a hibachi chef. Why? Well, it was so easy to get an auto loan from Navy Federal Credit Union, I needed something more challenging. Heads up. Do not throw that shrimp at me. With decisions in seconds and rates as low as 1.79% APR, Navy Federal makes it so easy to finance a car. Onion Volcano. You might want to try harder things. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Credit and collateral subject to approval. Rates subject to change and are based on credit worthiness. Advertised rate available for new vehicles. Insured by NCUA. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Hey A's fans, summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word A's fan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. A's fans, New Era Cap is proud to be the official cap of your Oakland Athletics. Next time you visit the Coliseum, be sure to drop by the New Era Cap stand to pick up your A's New Era Authentic Collection Cap. Remember, you can always visit us at neweracap.com to shop our latest selection, including our limited edition and exclusive drops. New Era Cap, the official on-field cap of Major League Baseball. You're home after a long day, preparing dinner, when... Ew! What's that? It smells like rotten eggs. That might be a natural gas leak. It can't be. We don't have any natural gas appliances. Even if you don't use natural gas, that rotten egg odor could be a sign of a leak in your neighborhood. Because gas lines can be buried anywhere. Shut up. No, speak up. If you ever suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas. Thanks, Deep Voice Narrator. You're very welcome. Okay, ladies, we all know one of the greatest feelings in the world when you get together with a friend and she says, Girl, those pants look amazing on you. But even though I'm happy dancing inside, 
I just play it cool and say, thanks, their Skechers Go Walk wear pants. And why do I always get compliments on these casual, athletic, stretchy pants? Because whether I'm hanging with friends or working out, nothing beats the fit, comfort, and versatility of Skechers Go Walk wear. They're made with comfortable GoFlex fabric that has compression and hold, including a double compression waistband. What's that mean? It gives me curves in all the right places and minimizes the spots where I want a little help. And the versatility is incredible. Go Walk wear pants have four pockets, two back and two side. Plus, they're machine washable and come in extended sizes, so everyone can look great in these pants. Easy care, easy wear, and made to fit every body. That's the Skechers Go Walk wear line of pants. Find yours at Skechers.com, a Skechers store, and find retailers everywhere. Looking for something to do on Friday nights? The Oakland Athletics have you covered. Every Friday night, take advantage of a special family four-pack ticket offer. Get four tickets to see the A's and parking starting at just $120. Need more than four tickets? Add-on tickets are available with this deal. Don't miss your chance to see the Giants, Yankees, and more. Deep in the corner, headed for the wall, and gone! And Tony Kemp is in a three-run home run for the A's in the sixth Friday family four-packs are available at athletics.com value. This is A's Clubhouse. Wow, I'm looking at uh, MLB.com. One intriguing prospect trade chip for each team. For the A's, Nick Allen. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think he may be the future at short. All right, let's go to Brian in San Jose. Brian, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Tommy, thank you for staying up so late. How you doing? Yeah, that's what's going to happen with these uh, 7.15 starts and playing three hours and 23 minutes. We're going to go late into the night. No kidding. Yeah, I, I actually, my location's a bit of a lie. I just got, I'm just getting back from the, uh, from being at the game, right, at, from actually being at the game. It was, uh, I, and, I, and I know there's been a lot of students talking in the past, like, Few minutes, few calls. So I don't I want to steer. I want to like kind of like distract you from all that because I know it's a bit of a t- touchy subject for all. Just like watching Sean Manaya turn into what he's turned into has just been so so awesome to see. Hit 13, 13 Ks, one earned run. I mean that is that might be one. That might if that. If he never has that no-hitter, that's probably one of the best starts of his entire career. He was nailed today. Hey, hey wait, wait a minute. You and say you're – are, are you in Seattle? That is correct, Tony. I am in Seattle. I thought you would, rec- I thought you would, rec- I thought you would recognize me, though, if I was saying I was calling from San Jose because I've been on here before. How, how was the – so you were at uh, – God, what's it called now? T-Mobile Park? T-Mobile Park, that's correct. I got to tell you, I love that ballpark. And even though it has a roof, when you're in there, you don't feel, you, you don't like sense the roof. And by the way, I think pound for pound, they got the best food at that ballpark. No kidding, dude. Oh, my goodness. I Every time I've gone to T-Mobile Park, Safeco Field, whatever you want to call it, I've absolutely loved it. And it looks even better, I must say. Now, see, I'm not a terribly, not, I'm not terribly like, into like all the all the stadium right namings, the stadium rights, but the T-Mobile Park branding was like I was I actually entered into the uh, you know the pan you know like that pan area in like left field right. Yeah. I I I entered through there and it was just magnificent. Even with like it was always magnificent, but they just added 
so much to me. It's so much more like awesome. They've done a lot. That's the that's a that is a park that I aspire. Like I hope that one day when I grow old, not Seymour Park, but in a park in Oakland, in Oakland, something that that magnificent. I just hope that one day I'll be able to take my kids to my kids to their first ever ACM at that beautiful new park, the same way my dad took me to my first game at the Coliseum. I just hope, man. I just. I know I said I wouldn't talk about the stadium situation, but, like, for the love of <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. We can talk about it. It's okay. Yeah, I don't, I, really, I don't really have much more to say about that. I'm glad, they got the, I'm glad they got the vote done, but there needs to be more. I'm just, and I just really hope all sides, all sides, Cavill, the city, I just, I just want a fair deal for everybody because that's just, like, I, the whole thing about – if you if you follow the whole uh, SunTrust Park, Truist Park, the Braves getting that built, the city the city of uh, the Cobb County residents really got a raw deal on that. Same with same with Arlington. I just really hope that if something if something comes to fruition here, and I think it will, I, or we should all hope it does, that we everybody gets like everybody walks away happy. That no no side feels kind of like you know like jobs. Well, well, I don't, you know what? Here's the deal. When hopefully this ballpark gets built, they'll all be standing there on, on that opening day. For the first opening day, they'll all be holding hands, singing Kumbaya. And we won't remember <laughs> any of this. They'll all be taking credit. Yeah, you, you'll, have the, you'll have the mayor out there. You'll, you'll have... Uh, the owner, you'll have the president, you know, they'll have, you know, trust me, the way these, the, it's negotiations, it's business. But if it does happen and they open up this beautiful ballpark, everybody will forget votes, they'll forget term sheets, they'll forget everything, and they'll all be singing Kumbaya together. Well, we just got to hope that does happen because I will be there if it does happen, and I will sing word for word. Well, thank you very much. How long are you going to be in Seattle? Uh, I'll be at the next – I'll actually be at the uh, Sunday matinee game, and then I will be and I'll be heading back to the Bay Area. All right. Well, enjoy and be safe. Absolutely, County. Thank you for having me on. All right. So I, I went on to their website, the Mariners. And I'm going to give you, if you're ever up there, so I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right, but Din Tai Fung, it's right behind home plate. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's some of the best pork I've ever had in my life. And their dumplings are unreal. And then way out in left center is the Wayback Crab Shack. Their crab sandwich out there, phenomenal. I I, I got to tell you, Safeco or T-Mobile, the food that they have there is is it's a great place just to go around. I always wanted to try this other place called Cantina Nachos, but I was there for two days. I wasn't there for three, but they're they're lucky up there because they've got an unbelievable unbelievable selection of food. It's Safeco is legit. 
I think it's a wonderful ballpark. These, these ballparks, you build a ballpark like that, it lasts forever. They last forever. They're gorgeous. You can't wait to go to the ballpark. And also, God, was it Quest Field or right next door? The Seahawks, oh, my God, that stadium is unbelievable. I got to work in there a couple times on the Raiders. We play up there in preseason. But back to baseball. A's with the win, 4-1 to one over the Seattle Mariners. Here is the skipper, Bob Melvin, with the media. Let's get started with Matt Kawahara. Hi, Bob. Uh, is it a good uh, – or, sorry – is it an encouraging sign when you look up in the, in the first inning and you see 96 from Manaya? Is that a good uh, sign to start off on? Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah, I mean, there are times this year that, you know, he's had that kind of velo. He has learned over the years to pitch a little differently when he doesn't. Um, but you could see early on he was just pumping fastballs until they hit it. And then all of a sudden changeup comes into play. His breaking ball is so much better than it was. You know, he's found a pretty good grip on it and, and consistency with it. And now when you're able to throw that inside to a righty uh, as well as your fastball, it's going to look like fastball inside and down and in, breaking ball and change-ups away. So he's he's got a nice little mix going. He's having a hell of a year. Uh, he's been a little, you know, we haven't scored a ton of runs for him. I don't think his his record is indicative of how, how well he's pitched this year. But what do you have, 13 strikeouts today? It's pretty good. I mean, we've seen, obviously, his last start here with the shutout and then in New York when he had the 11 strikeouts. Um, what is kind of the separator to get him to those kinds of outings? To say that again? I missed the last part. What, what's kind of the – what allows him to, to have those kinds of outings? What's, like, the separator that brings him up to that level to have those kinds of starts? Well, when you have – I mean, a lot of times it is velocity because he's going to get a ton of swings and misses when he has – good velocity and his changeup is going to get just as many swings and misses because of the velocity and having to start the bat early. But, you know, there are games he goes out there without it and he throws more sinkers and he gets ground balls and he's just figured out how to pitch, you know, according to what he has on a particular day. So he could, he could pitch, you know, fastball changeup and, and get away with it when he has good velocity. Martin Gallegos. Hey, Bob. Um, Early on, you know, um, the, with the offense kind of leaving some runners on base, how nice is it just to see them kind of add some insurance there, you know, some late inning runs like that? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, it, it feels like in some of Sean's games this year, it's like, okay, there's your run, go ahead and finish it. And that's not really fair. So, you know, to be able to, to add on some runs and, you know, Elvis gets a big bunt down and we end up scoring a couple runs after that, that, that ends up being huge. That can't be missed. So, um, yeah, being able to to do some things and in games when you're not hitting homers, we have to be able to win games a little bit differently. And when, you know, you score a run and your pitcher's throwing well, it feels like every run that you add on is is more than just a run or two. Manolo. Hey, Bob, you were talking before the game about uh, why you wanted Ramon hitting second and the importance of having Elvis down there in the night hole, what he could do down there for you. Could you talk about uh, these two gentlemen today? You know, it seems like every time at bat they came up, they were delivering some way or the other. Right. As far as Ramon goes, the last three games that we've had, he's basically gotten, you know, the biggest hit and or, you know, in this case, adding on to, um, to a small lead. So, you know, when he's swinging well, he's very productive. We want to get him up there as much as possible. And when, you know, Elvis goes down to the nine hole, now we group them together with, 
you know, some on base and, and typically some speed, a little bit more speed at the top. So he's got a way to turn to, to kind of get, you know, in, in the flow with, with Cannon Laureano, but you know, wherever we hit him in the lineup, you know, I told him today I was going to hit him down today and I get a text back from him. I don't care where I hit. I just want to win. And that, that's what you expect out of a pro like him. Vince Catronio. Bob, I know they, you know, you had a lot of guys on base, but was it a, at least a step closer in terms of the kind of at bats you saw guys grinding it out a little more, making flex and work eventually got him out of the game as your offense eventually scored late? Yeah, I mean, look, we could have, you know, we would have left 14 guys on. It's a lot. But it, it, again, it's giving yourself opportunities. The more opportunities you get, the more you're going to get some of them in. So, well, we're four for 16 with runners in scoring position. It's not horrible. Leaving 14 guys on means you're making a pitcher work. And their guy's been really good this year. You know, it's it seems like two runs off of him in a game when Sean's playing pretty well, uh, potentially is going to be enough to, to get him out of the game and then try to score some more off the bullpen. And how important is Mark Canna back in your lineup? You got on base a hundred times and see what yeah, tonight. That's what he does. So, you know, he, he's very aware of what he needs to do. You know, you watch his BP today and he was just hitting the ball the other way. He wasn't even trying to hit home runs. Um, so he, he knows in the leadoff spot that you don't want to approach it that much differently than what he approaches any at bat, but he figures out a way to do what's needed in a particular bat. And in the leadoff spot, that's usually getting on base. We'll finish up with Steve Berman. Hey, Bob, it seems like we're talking about Sergio Romo almost every day lately, but it seemed like he was even as sharp as he's been all season today. And what does that say about the last two months that you've seen from him? Yeah, I mean, he's pitched himself in this role. It allows me to give Petit a little bit of a break, which I'm trying to do as well with the amount of appearances that he has. But now he's getting lefties out. He's, you know, he's always gotten righties out. He gets the middle of the order tonight, you know, is in the eighth inning is his job. So, you know, he's just, he's pitching like you've seen him pitch years ago. And, and a lot of it just comes with confidence because when you don't throw 95 miles an hour um, and, and everybody's looking for your slider, you, you, you know, earlier in the season, as you saw that, you throw some fastballs at 87 and you throw some change-ups and, and it gets him off the slider. So I think that the, the way he's pitching now is way less predictable than he was early in the season when he was just predominantly using his slider. All righty, we got a busy day tomorrow here on A's Cast. I mean, a real busy day. It's now time to look at what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at, S at ashbylumber.com. All right, this is what we got rolling. Starting at 4 o'clock, we've got A's Cast Live. That is our live talk show that we do Monday through Friday before every game except day games. We're going to have the Bob Melvin Show, the David Force Show, Alex Jensen, the voice of the Stockton Ports, and Aaron Goldsmith, uh, who does play-by-play -play for the Mariners. Really good guy. We will have him on the program. Then we'll have A's total access at 610. We're going to have our countdown, the top 50 games of all time in Oakland A's history. We'll have number 19 from October 10th, 2012. And then... First pitch at 7-10. Bottom line, A's on a 10-game roadie, and they started out with a 4-1 victory. Manaya was great. Romo was good. So was Trevino. 
and the recipe. If they get innings from their starting pitching, they win. If an A starter goes at least seven innings, they're 17-3. and three. There you go. Enjoy. Well, it's now the morning time. Enjoy the rest of the evening, and we'll see you all tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Hey, A's fans. Summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word AceFan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news! Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't. Because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. You're home after a long day preparing dinner when... Ew! What's that? It smells like rotten eggs. That might be a natural gas leak. It can't be. We don't have any natural gas appliances. Even if you don't use natural gas, that rotten egg odor could be a sign of a leak in your neighborhood. Because gas lines can be buried anywhere. Shut up. No, speak up. If you ever suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas. Thanks, Deep Voice Narrator. You're very welcome. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Bradley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Floriano going back at the track, right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for
for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.